Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 44 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one that tells you the real story behind the Grinch and how he really didn't steal it. He saved it. Let's go. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Or should I say, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) How are you this week before Christmas, my friends? I hope you're doing well and that you're not all stressed out because of all the things that you still have to do. I am recording this a couple of weeks before the holiday, and I got to say, I'm feeling pretty good about where I am in terms of my readiness, you know? I've really pared things down. Over the last several years, I've changed how I think about all the holiday things and really what my responsibilities are. I used to subscribe to the Martha Stewart way of celebrating, aka having it all perfect when I was a young mom of three kids. You know, perfect tree, perfect decorations, the cookies, the food, the gifts. Gah! It was too much. The pressure I put on myself, on top of the pressure that our society dishes out, made me more like the Grinch than a jolly old elf. (laughs) And speaking of the Grinch, this is my favorite holiday cartoon of all. Truly, I adore that one. And I've been watching it since I was a very small child. I've seen it so many times, I can recite the entire thing. And you think I'm kidding on that. Trust me, I am not, my friends. Just as my kids, my oldest, he's so funny. He says he doesn't know which is more fun, watching the cartoon or watching me lip sync the cartoon. (laughs) So for this episode, I decided to dedicate it to clear up a myth about the Grinch stealing Christmas and showing you how shifting your thinking brings about huge transformation, okay? So at the beginning of the Grinch story, we learned that every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. Now, no one knew why, but I do. You see, his head wasn't screwed on just right, aka his mindset was in the tank. His thoughts about Christmas caused his feeling of hatred because we know that our thoughts create how we feel, right? But the Grinch didn't know that. He thought his sea line, his circumstances, made him feel awful about the holiday. He ruminated about it all year, making himself feel even worse because he was stuck in the spin cycle of negativity. Here's what that looks like to him. Tomorrow, I know all those who, girls and boys, will wake bright and early. They'll rush for their toys. And then, oh, the noise, noise, noise. If there's one thing I hate, 
all the noise, 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 noise. So he has the C line of the thought model, his circumstance line of children playing with toys. That's his C line. And remember, the C line is a fact, something we can prove. He can see children playing with toys. So there's no story laid on top of it, right? Then he has thoughts about children playing with toys. Lots and lots of thoughts about that. And that creates the feeling of hate for him and of frustration and anger and everything else because every single thought requires a new thought model, right? His behavior is a direct result of all those feelings and drives him to simmer and stew. Now, here's another model he has. His sea line is who's sing in town square. He has thoughts about that. And then they'll do something I hate most of all. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, will stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'll stand hand in hand, and those who's will start singing. And because he has so many low-value thoughts about the holiday and the people who live in the town below his mountain home, he spends a ton of time plotting and complaining. And the result he gets year after year is a rotten holiday experience. Then he tries to create the same ugliness for the people of the town. He takes all their decorations, their gifts, the log for their fire, and most of their food. Now, the one speck of food he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. He's allowing his unintentional thoughts, those primitive brain thoughts, to run his life, and everything he experiences is a direct result of it. He's not happy. He's not enjoying life and living it to the fullest. He doesn't have a gratitude practice he does every single year, or even every single day, or at all. I mean, he lives in a mountain home. It could be pretty fun, but it's his life sounds pretty miserable, wouldn't you agree? Complaining sometimes feels good. I get that. I do it. We all do it. It's when it becomes a habit for how we deal with all the things life offers, positive and not so positive. That's when it becomes self-defeating. We look for others to commiserate with, who will agree that whatever we're bitching about does suck and poor us, right? It's not an empowering way to show up in the world, and it keeps you in the deep end of the drama pool. So how did the Grinch save Christmas? Well, he changed his thinking. He was all ready to dump the huge sleigh filled with the Who's holiday festivities off the top of Mount Crumpet. He paused, and then the Grinch put a hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. Now, he heard singing, and something inside him stopped him in his tracks. That inner wise leader, that inner wisdom that we all have that lets us know what's in alignment with who we really are. He realized he didn't have control over anything or anyone else. He realized that what he believed about this holiday wasn't useful or true. He questioned his thoughts. How could this be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. He puzzled and puzzed 
till his puzzler was sore. That's what you do when you want to make significant shifts in your mindset. You question the thinking that got you where you are right now and decide what thoughts you want to keep and those you want to change. You get curious and ask yourself more questions. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Now, once you do this and spend some time on it, you land on the thought that works for you, the one that creates the feeling you want to feel. It's so powerful. And then the true meaning of Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of 10 Grinches plus two. The Grinch saved Christmas for himself. So when you begin practicing that new thought and feel the feeling that goes with it, you show up differently. You stop doing things that don't serve you and start doing things that do. The circumstances don't matter anymore because your results are showing you have all the power you need to make a transformation inside of you. Several years ago, I wrote a little poem about the holiday season, and it speaks to how I feel about this time of year. And I think it's a fitting end to this episode, so I hope you love it. It's called Recipe for a Happy Holiday by Barbara Churchill. <laughs> Twas the week before Christmas and all through the house, not a cookie was baking, which saddened my spouse. The stockings are hung on the mantle with string with hopes that iTunes gift cards Santa would bring. The children, all older, are out with their friends while I make my shopping list with my favorite pen. The hubby is lounging all snug with the dog, and I grab two mugs and pour out some eggnog. When I heard a small voice very soft in my ear tell a recipe for happiness this holiday year. It spoke not of shopping or spending or gifts, but of laughter and loving and things that uplift. Don't worry and fret. Slow down and be present. Breathe deeply and notice the season. How pleasant. But how can this be? I have so much to do. And the voice simply said, let's try something new. Let go of must-haves and old shoulds and have-tos. Quit doing and buying and trying to accrue. Stop rushing and running. Don't be in a hurry. Embrace this season and know you are worthy. How much baking and wrapping gets done just won't matter. The real reason for Christmas is not about the latter. So sit back and relax, be yourself, and have fun. Open up, let joy in, and embrace a loved one. Well, I couldn't believe what my ears had just heard. Could it be that my plans were completely absurd? Then I paused and looked around, and I knew, because I'm smart that the recipe for happiness begins in my heart. Have a wonderful holiday. And until next time, my friends, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon.